Hey, Julie. Oh, hey, Julie. What up, Julie? How you hanging, J Town? Now that's a hey, Julie. I like to hear. <laughs> it's my co-host, Brad. He's back. I'm back. How's it going? I'm sorry, America. I've had some weird uh, travel plans that were booked in advance of uh, Big Brother, and they're all done now. I'm here. I'm back. I'm not going anywhere. I never want to leave my house again. I spent a very long weekend with an eight-month-old and a four-year-old, and I want to die, and uh, I'm never... I'm curious. ...having children. I'm never okay. going near women again, um, just in case. Holly over here. Just in case. Oh, my God. Don't get me started. And... <laughs> I want to know, do the eight-month-olds and the four-year-olds, their maturity level compared to Polly California? Um, <laughs> the four-year-old, exact same, uh, exact same um, uh, maturity level. The okay. eight-month-old was, was very cool. It was like Julie Chen-esque, just like oh. calm, collected, and um, just, uh, just stunning. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> okay well oh, good to know okay so we're back i'm sorry again okay we're gonna let's whatever let's talk about let's talk about wednesday right um so we're coming out oh, yeah. of this um nomination ceremony and natalie's like paul you're the mastermind behind this whole thing you're the reason davon is out and paul's like what are you talking about i was <laughs> like so obviously trying to get out bridget that week and yeah. they all realized that, oh, wait, Polly was just, like, stirring the pot as he was leaving the house because Polly's an asshole. Well, and also Nicole's hands aren't clean no. in this either. No. She's the one who sort of planted some of these seeds, mm. which I think goes along to with what we were always saying is that Nicole, even if she's not playing a game that we like, she has been playing. She has been. Exactly. I mean, I'm not, like, rooting for her to win, but... She's playing a little bit, you know, though there in was a weird sessions, though <laughs> later in this episode, there's like a weird uh, storage room interaction where Nicole's like, wow, I actually feel like I'm playing Big Brother this time. Whoa, what's <laughs> happening? Uh... Well, she and James keep saying like, wow, this isn't like our seasons. Our seasons were like summer camp. This what? one, what this one is a bit. I mean, they're all like a bit like summer camp. But also, I feel like that speaks so much. To, I think that speaks a lot to James, where he's like, "My season, I was just having a good old time, just playing some vetoes, doing what the house wants, playing my pranks, That's being a real straight shooter." And nothing else has changed. He's still <laughs> pranking. He's still winning an occasional comp, and he's otherwise not playing the game at all. Just doing what his lady wants him to do. Mm-hmm. Oh, mm. I have a whole theory about them. Oh, we'll get to it later. We'll get to it. Okay. But so yeah, Natalie has her fertile mind has been planted upon, and now she is convinced that they need to get Paul and Victor out. Paul is their number one target. Yes. Um. Which is it sets us up for uh, a veto competition. Um, the w first of all, how do you feel about Superstorm Glenn? Oh my gosh! I wish Superstorm Glenn would water my fields. Oh yeah! <laughs> oh yeah! <laughs> I loved it. I mean, I didn't honestly because they did this comp last year. Well, at least the the announcements. Mm -hmm. Or no, sixteen maybe. I'm running. I don't no, remember. I don't. I don't remember I a competition both. like this. I mean, maybe well, I'm just dumb. Staying up, staying awake. Sure. For sure, during Nicole's season. Yeah, but yeah, mm -hmm. sorry, Co. Go ahead. Oh no, just the actual comp itself. <laughs> I I sound crazy. <laughs> the actual comp itself. Um, was amazing. I've never seen anything like it. It was great. It was a great competition because it, it actually kind of used um, the the like uh, the inherent qualities of making television. Like this is a, a televised event rather right. than we're watching an Olympic competition for dum dums. You know, <laughs> right. play out. This is like actually using the 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 structure of of the television of media. There we go. The medium of television, and it was great. I really loved it. It was really cool. 
for the most part, it was cool looking. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah, you describe it. Describe it. No, it was cool looking. It was clearly very uncomfortable for them, and we got to see some of the 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 better personalities get to be personalities, which is perfect. But I get to pretend to be uh, uh, weather weather people. I loved the little introductions every single person it got. It was so cute. It was cute. I loved it. It was it was like um I think it was on Sunday night episode two the you know the chat show with Paul. You know, what was it called? Oh, yes. um, Friendship Times with Paul, Friendship. which I'm sure... Well, I haven't listened to the episode of Hey Julia that came out earlier in the week, but I'm sure 75% of it was devoted to that montage. Look, we talked about it a lot. A lot, Excellent. A lot. I, would, I wouldn't expect anything <laughs> less. Um, no, the competition was just so good because it mixed... Like, they were clearly so uncomfortable... So it had that sort of survivor watching people in painful positions, but it had the glam of being shot on a Studio City lot. Yeah, yep. And their reactions to it was so funny. It was a funny comp. It was great. And, I mean, we're leading up to the comp, and it's clearly going to be a mental cop, and Corey only cares about getting his his nightly J.O. sesh than yeah. like studying for the thing, which is disgusting. And then Meech picks Corey to play because she knows it's a mental comp and knows he's an absolute <laughs> moron, which gets us into loser of the week. Loser of the week, Corey. Oh. And you know what, though? What? How can he be the loser of the week when he still, despite not studying at all, against all these other people who Paul was keeping awake to force information into their numb maws, how did he still beat Natalie? Oh, yeah. I I don't know. I mean, Natalie... That was embarrassing. I was cringing for her. The fact that he, he only beat her by one point, I think. Yeah. But still, she was kept awake. She was being tutored privately by Paul. But... Here, here's the interesting thing. We go to a D, a DR sesh, uh, uh, you know, during the during the uh, a competition. James like, yo, I don't want to make any waves this week. I'm gonna throw this one. Fine, okay, James, mm-hmm. do whatever. Yeah, sure. Corey goes, I don't want the responsibility of winning veto, dude. You're the only person who's going to be nominated if. You don't if one of if Victor or Paul wins veto, you are so stupid. You need to win veto to not use it. No one gets upset if you don't use veto. I think you win it so and keep things of- the same. That's yeah. that's why he's the loser of the week because as the competition goes on, as Big Brother goes on, it becomes more and more of a mental game. And he mm-hmm. has clearly shown he has no idea what he's doing at all when it comes to the most basic Big Brother strategy. Come on, man. He is a D-U-D I know. dud. He's a major dud. Major dud. Milk dud. White, milky white milk dud. Mm-hmm. But I think a lot of these people, it's like it's like the James effect almost. Yeah. Where it's like they don't want responsibility. No one wants blood on their hands. Get a little bloody. But also... Like you're down to the final seven or eight. Like, get Get bloody. But if you win the veto and don't use it, you're not getting blood on your hands. <laughs> you're just making sure the blood doesn't surround you or that the blood isn't coming from you. Because if you win veto and don't use it, then you don't get... Like, if he got voted out this week, it would have been one of the dumbest moves in BB history, throwing a comp when you were, you were the, clearly the going to be the replacement nominee if... He probably doesn't think that he was. He probably thought Nicole would be. But but still, still, you want to protect Nicole and win the veto to not use it. Oh, my God. What a dummy. Look, what? he's a major flop. Yeah. Yeah, he was bad. He didn't study. He sl- Whereas Paul, listen, Paul, minute by minute, wins my respect so much. Yeah. I love that he stayed up all night, pulled an all-nighter. He had the eye of the targer, tiger. He was in it to win it. Yeah. And you saw at the very beginning of the comp when he's staring at the camera or the what's it called the, the teleprompter. The lines. Teleprompter. He had a moment where 
the intensity with which yeah. she was looking at the camera was so sexual oh. to me. I mean, <laughs> you didn't even need Hurricane Glenn to, to wet your, yeah. your fields. You had, yeah. you know, Paul, Paul Storm came in, <laughs> flooded the, the tunnels Crops. between, you know, Brooklyn and Manhattan, and it was yeah. all over. And it was beautiful. Listen, he earned that veto. Yeah, I love he did. it when people earn things. They're uh, like no one threw it. I mean, I guess yeah, James, whatever. He throws everything. But he really tried and he earned it. He took himself off the block. Good for him. Good for him. Um this actually just reminded me of of a text we had about another <laughs> text that we had earlier in the year. You screen capped a text when we were talking yeah. about when we were auditioning for, or when I was auditioning for <laughs> Big Brother, and I said to you, "I think I'm gonna, I think I'm gonna grow out my beard a bit and be the cool, yep. funny hipster beard guy." Right. <laughs> and then you're like, and "What you did I say? You could have been Paul. You could have been. I could have been. been. You would have been a beloved cult figure. Definitely gonna get back for asked back for another season. And more, most importantly, I would have won your heart." You would have. Yeah. I mean, you I mean, really other than Glenn. It. Other than Glenn. And Victor <laughs> and, you know. Look, you had your shot. Maybe, but here's, here's the thing. Now, if you were to do that, everyone would be like, ugh, he's just a Paul. I know. Now I have to shave. I have to go full fucking Hitler youth to get yeah. out of this show. Christ on a cracker. <laughs> I know. You're, listen, you really blew it. You had the opportunity. You go to the same bars as him. You could have been Paul. I don't go to the same bars. I'm aware of the bars he goes to, and I choose <laughs> not to go to them. Because I go to places a Are little you, bit more. Are you not under- Armenian? No, I'm just, I'm just okay. very Jewish. So I'm, I'm also hairy. I understand what it's like to be okay. a hairy man. You know, So he does okay. get my sympathy there. Anyways, um... So yeah, also, Paul is just he's he's playing an incredible game. I, and yeah. we see it play out for the rest of the episode and the rest of this week. And so Thursday too. We'll While we're on hair, mm-hmm. Victor, what are you doing with that beard, buddy? Oh yeah. The, he doesn't have he doesn't have the he, he doesn't have the the I don't know what the word is. He he can't grow in a beard well. It looks like it's sparse. It's sparse. It looks like pubes. He he has a pube beard, and and but that's just because it's getting a little long. When it's yeah. just some nice facial hair, exactly. it looks great. It defines exactly. his gorgeous structured cheekbones <laughs> very well. <laughs> but yeah, now that it's getting a little longer, I hope someone took him aside last night and told him like, listen, you don't want to pull a Polly where you're trying to look like Paul with a beard and cutting your hair. Just be Victor because Victor's a beautiful man. That's what I was going to say. What is it about Paul that's not only winning the hearts of the ladies at home, but winning the hearts mm. of the boys in the house? This is the second boy who's like, I just want to be Paul. I want to dress like <laughs> I him. I want to walk like you. I want to talk like you. King Louis from the Jungle Book. Yeah. Going on in the BB house. I know. I. I, well, cause, because Victor is very confident. Victor's, I think, pretty confident in his masculinity. He knows yeah. who he is. I don't think he's going to fall prey to it the way Polly did. Yeah. Oh, my god. I think Paul, to Polly, you say to Polly, a real man Ooh, uh, rides a unicycle and wears only clown shoes. And that's what a real man does. And he's going to be like, I got to get me some clown shoes. <laughs> yep. Like, I gotta get me some clown shoes and say derogatory things to women. Yeah. He has no sense of self. Whereas I think Victor does. Paul obviously does. Corey's too stupid to have one. Oh, <laughs> so. another great Corey moment. Um, Paul is is challenging Nicole into a fight. Meanwhile, Corey's in the DR to pull off 
his his patriot's heart and he comes out and he's like woo look at me look at me Nicole look at these pecs your boy's naked again how's it going and she's like Corey I'm having a fight right now and he's like no you're not how's it doing babe what's going on babe uh uh USA USA and it was incredible it was so good he's throwing articles of clothing at them I mean, I think they both handled it pretty well. Paul was like, ha bro, I hate your girlfriend. <laughs> <laughs> and the music, I mean, they had to have done that on purpose. Call them in, Production. call him in during the fight? Yeah, they're like, ooh, they're fighting. Let's get him to take off the uniform now, the unitard now. Mm, interesting, interesting theory. I believe it. I, think I buy so. it. I or it's just. They're dastardly. Yeah. Production. So that's all I got for Wednesday, really. Um, do you have anything well, so more to say about that episode? Paul obviously takes himself yeah. off. Um, yeah, Paul and Nicole have their big fight. Oh, did we see any of Victor's puppet? No. Well, no. What? Unless well, I missed I, something. The only puppet well, thing I, I remember... Mean, has a puppet. Oh, the only thing I remember... Puppet wise, was that I think in Thursday's episode, Queen Meech is using the puppet a little bit. Baldwin. Baldwin. Eagle. Yeah. 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 Sometimes now Victor does a puppet show oh. and it's very winning. <laughs> I'm sure it is. That's sure all I have to say. I'm sure he's going to be, you know, next to Hamilton on uh, at the Richard Rogers Theater anytime soon. I have a really gross, I had a really gross comment that I decided to spare everyone from. <laughs> Oh, about boy. Victor sticking his hand up places. Oh, great! Um, that's all I'll say. Okay, I have you guys an use idea. Your imagination. I, you know my I imagination have. Right now. <laughs> okay, <laughs> Thursday night, biggest question of the yeah, day. Yeah, baby. Julie, hot or not? Okay, so I spent a lot of time thinking about this, mm-hmm. and I have a clear hot or not decision but i just want to say julie's got to step it up yeah i agree she's got to step it up because we are in the final home stretch here yep this isn't the time to be wearing your b-side outfits d-side j-side wow homegirl was wearing the upholstered fabric on a couch from a hotel room. Wow. Interesting. What kind of hotel rooms are you staying in? Bad hotel rooms. Like, she's staying at a Westin in, like, not Miami, but, like, like 20 minutes, like, by the airport in Miami, and they're like, oh, it's Miami adjacent. You'll be at the beach in five minutes, but it's actually, like, 25 minutes, you know, something like Mm that. It's, like, one of those cheapy hotels that like gets you because you don't know the area a hotel couch is what she was wearing <laughs> look it was a gorgeous blue color that's right. one nice thing i can say is that the color was beautiful on her but it was not an interesting cut it no. was not the most flattering fit no and her hair undoubtedly had a bump it in it oh I'm not anti-bump it. I don't even know what a bump it is. Is it just like a bump bump thing? Yeah, it's like like a... Is it exactly what it sounds like? Yeah, you put it in your hair and you put your hair over it and it gives you volume. I don't even... You see, that's why we have you on the show. You know, I don't know anything about women's hair accessories. I know a lot Mm -hmm. about, you know, how strong beards come in. So, you know... Exactly. We help each other with the opposite sex's hair. Yep. Yep. But having this all being said, Julie definitely looked hot last night. <laughs> <laughs> I was just gonna, I'm going to say not because of the dress. Did not wow. like the dress. I would need to see Julie in some white pants. Labor Day's what? coming up. Labor Day's, like, Labor Day's, I just need to see girl in some white before it gets out of fashion. Wow. I, I'm pro-white, but white pants? On live eviction night? This isn't a barbecue <laughs> at, at Les Moonves' parents' house. Come on. Give me a break. 
She's on TV. <laughs> okay. She's good. She's not wearing white pants. You are so offended. Like I've not. <laughs> that's like a. That's like a pure a like fizz face coming from you. <laughs> I know. I'm very disgusted. <laughs> okay, so I'm sorry. Julie is not wearing white pants on live eviction night when there's only seven people left in the house. She doesn't want to get blood on her pants. No. And she doesn't want to wear white pants. Okay. It's not appropriate. Well, that's, again, that's why I know, that's why I, I leave those things to you. I stand corrected. Here's what I think Julie needs to start wearing. Okay. Floor length gowns. <laughs> no, it's not finale night. With a deep V. Whoa. In the back. <laughs> <laughs> Just to keep people on their toes. That kept me on my toes. <laughs> well, it's also a nod to being stabbed in the back. Oh. Big Brother style. Oh, my God. Why are you not working for CBS? I know. Listen, I don't even want to get into it. They, they're they missing out. Yeah. Yeah. I, I agree. But so, okay, we agree to disagree on Julie. Okay. This episode starts off after yesterday, which was the most one of the most riveting days of feeds. First of all, since Polly left. First of all, what day is it in the house? Yes. Sixty-nine. Nice. <laughs> Just had to make note of that. Like today isn't, but it no, was it was point. Monday because they yeah. pick up after the veto, and Monday was sixty-nine. Right. Right. Um. Oh yeah. So okay. So I guess we want to start where the episode starts off, which is right after Vito. Right after Vito, we get James and Na- we see a little bit of James and Natalie playing both sides, and they're like, "We have a decision to make because we're going to decide who who stays and who goes this week." We're playing both sides, and our number is going to be called this week. Right. And. We have an amazing plan from Paul and Victor. Oh, my God. This was incredible to watch. This guy cl- is bragging about how he's never seen an episode of Big Brother, how he was put in sequester before Big Brother starts and given a, given a few seasons worth of DVDs and was like, screw that. Give me Mr. Popper's Penguins on Blu-ray. I don't give a fuck about yeah. Big Brother. I'll wing it because I'm 22 years old and I know everything about everything. <laughs> I mean, that's what I'm telling you. Confidence. That beard co- grows from confidence. Yeah. Yeah. The beard is full of confidence. <laughs> <laughs> so, this plan is so, from anyone else, it's such a flop plan. It's really very, like, if it was other people in the house, they'd easily be like, no, you guys are best friends. There's no way that you're in this fight that you've turned on each other now you're both clearly desperate and doing a hail mary like bring that sell that iceberg to someone else okay because everyone in this house is very stupid yes and because paul and victor are so good at selling it yeah i mean i'm giving i want to give them full credit they are great actors great liars they're great yeah I mean, if Devon was in the house, she would be laughing at them, but Mm -hmm. she's not because she calls everybody out and, like, walks around in a huff all the time. And clearly just, like, doesn't have the ambition to win Big Brother. (laughs) That becomes very clear. Um, Go on. And, um, yeah, it was was really enjoyable to watch. I mean, I guess the plan could have been maybe not even that we had a fight, but be like... Yo, Paul's cutting ties with me. He's, he knows that I'm mm-hmm. being evicted this week. He doesn't want to be... A, he's he's looking out for himself. He's doing whatever. Like, you know, we're friends still or whatever, but it's just clear he doesn't... He doesn't want to be anchored to me in this game anymore. So, I I mean, I don't know. I mean, we only saw, you know, very little of, of what was right. actually going on. So, well, I, mean, because- I think that would be the right strategy if you're a victor, right? Totally. I mean, it's a last-ditch attempt. It's it was so fun to watch them scramble and not just give up and sort of resign themselves. 
And here's the thing. I'm not sure if this is going to be shown on Sunday's episode, but yesterday, leading up to the live eviction, was a massive fight where they really took this plan and they were given this opportunity because Meech started this fight with Paul. And then Victor was like, here's my opportunity. I'm going to get mad at Paul, too. Yeah. You... You tell me about this because you were trying to text me and I was I was at work. I, cu- I couldn't really watch. So it started yesterday afternoon. And I think it went on for like three hours. <laughs> it was amazing. But but so James wanted to confront Paul about the fact that he's heard that Paul has been saying that James is paranoid. And James wants to clear this up. Because he's a straight shooter. I'm a straight shooter. I've never felt fear in my life. Just big brother, man. I really don't Here's care if I so, win so or lose this game because I found true love. <laughs> yes. So they're in the kitchen. He brings it up to Paul. Yeah. And here's the thing. If you're going to bring something up to Paul, uh-huh. you have to be prepared for the full-on assault of words that are going to come at you. Yeah. If anything, if there's anything Paul can do, it's run his mouth until you're so confused. You're like, "What were we talking about?" I asked you if you wanted milk in your coffee. Why are you telling me? Ask me about metaphysical properties. Like, and he just goes off. Meech is in the kitchen as well, and so while Paul is trying to defend himself, or even I don't even think he was saying that he didn't say that about James, but he's sort of like, why does it matter? Why does it matter if you're paranoid? Meech is like, you're a liar. You're a little bitch. <laughs> and it's not the last time we'll hear the word that, bitch in this episode. No, that no. for sure. They get into a real... Well, Paul is sort of saying like, Meech, please leave me alone. Meech, please stop. I'm trying to talk to Paul, then you and I can talk. Where she's just like, fuck you, Paul, you suck. Like, she's just yelling, don't touch my clothes, you loser, you're going home. Like, she's just, she's such a little sister. Yeah. I know she's the oldest, but she acts like such a little brat where she's just, just throwing bombs, hoping one of them will go off. Yep. So finally, she does get Paul's attention, and he did call her a cunt. Oh, <laughs> incredible! But, but look, I'm pro. I'm pro defending yourself in a fight. Sure, and I mean these are probably are two of our most favorite characters in the house as well. Like I don't know why they're not friends. I, I love. I love. I love Meech and Paul, and I want them both to succeed. I know it was, it's like seeing mommy and daddy. Bad. Because they have this big fight, and of course, Meech goes and like runs away mm-hmm. because she's unarmed against Paul. Paul has logic and reasoning and clear headedness. Whoa, you Meech sound has like Paul Hilarious there. things to say. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Oops. Little. Um, sorry, I got a shower with lie real quick. Um, but she just sort of says hilarious things. And then runs away. So then she goes and runs away. Natalie comes in. Natalie, I don't think, really had a leg to stand on in this either. This was weird. She just, everyone's just piling onto Paul. And he did a really good job of defending himself. Yeah. Then Victor was like, oh shit, if I want to solve this plan, I better come in here and start arguing with Paul too. So then they have their little fight so that everyone can see. And it just was fight, 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 fight. Meanwhile, in the bathroom, Nicole and Natalie start getting ready for the live eviction. And Nicole is like, why did this start anyway? Natalie's like, James said that Paul thought he was paranoid. And Nicole goes, that's not a big deal. (laughs) (laughs) It was so great. I swear... I might become a Nicole fan, honestly, at the moment, the way I'm feeling. Yeah, um, did, did anyone in the fight ever call, did Victor ever call out Nicole and Corey? Because no. the, the, it seems like the people well, who needed ha- to figure it out had kind of put the first part together that Paul 
the first part of what they wanted them to think that Paul was hanging out with Nicole and Corey a bit, but like ever calling them out, just saying the idea, putting it out there so well, someone actually, could just like, hey, Paul, you know, you're an asshole. You're clearly working with Nicole and Corey. Like, you know, what's going on with that? No, nothing like that happened. But James, this idiot, threw himself and mostly Natalie completely under the bus. What? He goes, he goes, you know what? Yes, I'll admit it. Um, Natalie really wants Corey to leave. Right in front of Corey. What? She really wants me to vote him out because he's the deciding vote. She really wants him gone. But you know what? And I, I've, I've entertained it, but I'm not sure. <laughs> like, he totally threw Natalie under the bus and sort of his own game. Wow. That's incredible. I hope we see but, that on Sunday. It, yeah, there was just so much going on that it almost didn't really land. And I feel like Corey wasn't even paying attention. Oh, yeah. Corey's like, what? <laughs> yeah. I'd like to buy a, buy a vowel, please. <laughs> Yeah, but it was w. a great fight that also sort of set into motion Paul and Victor's plan. Interesting. So, um, back to the show. Yeah. Oh my gosh. This oh my is BB 18, the season of absolute fire jury segments. Oh my God. <laughs> Incredible. They could just show me. Friday night weird episode with Ziggy Marley. Oh, Sorry, please. I watched about fifteen minutes and I was like, "I'm done. I know what this is." Look, guys, you know I'm a Big Brother fan. We're professionals. Be, I'm obsessed. I try to watch it all. I saw. I clicked it on, and then I thought to myself, "I don't need to watch this." <laughs> yeah, exactly. Like, exactly. Show me an hour a week of Jury House. Oh my gosh. Incredible. Now that, that's the stuff that needs to be on BB-19. BB-19, all version. access. Yeah. Give me all access to the jury house. So we know it's going to be good because Polly hasn't even been in the house yet. And Bridget's doing um, a direct-to-camera. And she's like, oh, well, if Polly comes in, I'll tell him he's a sleazy scumbag who's lost my respect forever. And then she does like a cute little smile. <laughs> she's ready to oh go. Gaius was born for this. And Zakia, I don't know how Zakia is going to go. I'm, I'm not sure. I think we were all on the edge of our seats. Because Zakia is one of my biggest losers of the season. <laughs> I know. And <laughs> I, even after a week alone in a house with two strong, woke women, Devon and Bridget, I don't know if Zakia would get it into her head that Polly was playing her. So I didn't know what was going to happen. I didn't know if like we were going to see a segment where it's clearly three days later and Zakia and Polly have had the most sex possible. You know, like, I don't right. I don't know what we're going to yeah. see. Polly comes in and Bridget and Day are like doing backflips and Zakia's like <laughs> stone, stoic, Oh my cold. Gosh. The like evil glare. That was coming from Zakia gave me life. It, I was literally. It was what we were waiting for all season. Risen from my chair watching this because <laughs> yes. it was so amazing. My hands were over my face. I was like screaming, standing up, <laughs> and we get Polly is a gift in like the the lexicon Villain. of BB villains. He's incredible. Totally. He carries himself like a like a senator from West Virginia who's been sleeping with ah. five-year-old boys and with like a plastered on smile and be like, well, I have something to say to that. And he, well, coming from you n petty women, like, and he goes, yeah, he just, I said, no capacity to grow. I said before, this was the season of petty women and I see nothing has changed. And Devon goes, Oh, he just calls him salty, says he needs some pepper with that salt. Polly has gone full Gamergate. It is incredible. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Throttle. He, there, I mean, there was a part where he calls out Bridget. Bridget's like, you're an asshole, Polly, for obvious <laughs> reasons. And Polly's like, 
Bridget, well, you, in fact, are being the more discriminatory one because you <laughs> won't take into account any of the opinions of men. So look who's being sexist there. Ha ha. Did you know Ghostbusters is a movie from my childhood? My childhood. Uh, and Bridget so easily is just like, actually, I have a lot of respect for lots of men. I don't have any respect for you. <laughs> <laughs> you loser. And then Zakia loses it. Oh, I, I want to give real quick two sure. little put downs that uh, Day says. Yeah. She tells him to his face that he has short man syndrome. <laughs> yes. And then she says, I'm glad you shaved those dumbass sideburns <laughs> off your head. Oh, my God. Like, I know we're losing a villain. We talked about this when we lost Frank, too. Like, how interesting. Uh, it wouldn't be interesting without Frank it. Isn't but, as like, bad as Polly, though. We're going to get Polly every week, though. This was so yeah. amazing. They're, those producers are going to go to the house and try and stir up as much shit. So we get, like, a solid seven minutes of Polly related meltdowns every week while he just, like, has this fake Tom Cruise smile. What a douche. Well, that's what's so beautiful. Mm -hmm. oh, I guess I can't say because it's a spoiler. About uh, oh, about who wins the buyback? About who wins the buyback? Well, let's talk about that on um, on uh, Monday. Monday. Uh, okay. Well, yeah. I just want to say ab again about the jury segment. So yes, it's. I think the full segment was like seven to eight, or maybe eleven minutes. Okay? It was long. I woke up early this morning. Like, earlier than I needed to be up. And I thought to myself, oh, good. I have enough time to watch this twice before <laughs> <laughs> I have to do anything else. That's incredible. I rewatched it twice. That's incredible. It's just so satisfying. It was so good. And, here, and then Z goes off. I'm not oh a fan of of calling people a bitch, especially when the argument is like, yo, feminism, bro. Yeah. And when she doesn't really have anything else to say, but it was amazing. She just was so angry. She had nothing else going. Yeah. She was just like, you're a bitch. You're just a fucking bitch. You're just a fucking bitch, bro. You're just a bitch. <laughs> bitch. And I also think it's like that, you know, you were, you choose your words based on how they're going to hurt someone, right? Mm -hmm. Someone calling me a bitch, I'm like, whatever. Whatever. It's another day in New York. Exactly. Someone calling Polly a bitch. <laughs> like, that's going to really cut him. And I think Zakia knew that. Yeah. I have two redeemable coupons for being a winner. And I want to give them to Bridget and Zakia after last night. That was, I mean, I I respect the, yeah, I I respect the the Bridget one. I'm still like, I'm still so upset with Zakia for how she don't she didn't out. win any. She didn't redeem herself at all with you. Um, a bit. I mean, a bit. It was fun to see, but like, I don't know. I just don't. Zakia's just been told what, you know, she's just repeating what, like, Devon has said and what Bridget has said. I don't know. I just, I don't, Listen, I've been burned by Zakia. I've been burned by Zakia, yeah. and I, I'm slower to come around on these things than you. You're ahead of the game on Paul, ahead of the game on yeah. Victor, you know, who I don't yeah. mind now. Um, but, <laughs> like, <laughs> so I don't, yeah. I, I just, I understand just like a, she's just like a puppet and she just tells I mean I wouldn't I wouldn't have been surprised if we picked up with this jury segment and they're like we're engaged <laughs> I will be very upset if that, that would happens be, yeah. I will crash that wedding and burn it to the ground exactly I hope it's in New Jersey I will wherever it is yeah. I will find it <laughs> I will find it and squash it. <laughs> I have a very specific set of skills. And one of them is ruining weddings. Um, well, it was a beautiful segment, and it really... It was just a great episode. It was great, yeah. I mean, we were worried. The beginning of the season, there were some not good episodes. And we've had right. some absolutely great ones in this uh, kind of like middle third of the season. 
And it is, it's pretty much all because of the newbies. Yeah. Because Natalie doesn't know what the fuck she's doing. No. She sometimes hits it right on the head, like with Polly. But then she has a week like this one where she totally fucked up her entire game. She was head of household. She was head of household and she fucked it up. It's so interesting how people get do a lot to hurt their game while they're head of household instead of, you know, do the right thing for their game. I mean, uh, Paul, when he was head of household, people were coming at him for this. We talked about this earlier in the episode. They're like, oh, Zakia, you got Zakia out. He's like, dudes, it was early in the game. I was just doing what the house wanted. I really wanted Bridget out. I was just or doing the, out. Or, oh, who did I say? Zakia. Oh, sorry. Oh, racist. I <laughs> I'm sorry. Uh, well, you could say there because yeah, I mean, the beginning of the game is for doing hohs where is for hohs where you're kind of just doing the house's bidding, and you know the least amount of people are getting mad at you, and right. and you know, and uh, I I can see why it, it was. Uh, a good idea to to have this foursome go up against um, kind of a, a pair and a single. I understand from a numbers a numbers perspective why, but uh, yeah, she, she she kind of ruined it, and she was just such a flip flopper. She like immediately. That's, the, that's what yeah. I was just gonna say. Yeah. Okay. Here's the problem with Natalie's hoh. Yeah. And I really think Meech had nothing to do with this. She did whatever Natalie told her to do. Um, because she's paired up with Natalie and James. Natalie fucked up her HOH, not by nominating Paul and Victor. Uh-huh. That's actually a really smart move. Sure. Because they're very well liked. He's Victor's amazing at comps. Paul's really good at comps. Everyone loves Paul. You don't want to be in a final two with either of those guys. It's a justifiable move at Absolutely. final seven. So it was a smart move for her. The problem was she allowed herself to be open to these, and it just shows how good a player Paul is. When I, I guess they show this in the episode, but he he had her second guessing, flip flopping, doubting, going back and forth, and then and with her, she's like a she's like a tornado. She brings everyone with her. Hurricane James Glenn. is like I don't know. Meech is like oh, whatever you want. Tropical storm Jose in the house. Yep. Exactly. <laughs> And so that was why it was a horrible HOH rain. Really bad. Very bad. And yeah. Uh, so we'll we'll see what happens with this um, with this buyback competition. Um, well, so yeah, Victor. So it came down to Victor or Corey. Yeah. And Victor got voted out. We don't know really know why yet. We'll see if well, we James get some was more the deciding vote. Oh yeah, I know that's why. But like, I don't. I, I, I want to know a little bit more as to why he he chose Victor because over. James hates Victor because he's threatened by him. Yeah. And also, like she, like there was there was some animosity between Natalie and Victor at the beginning of the game. Kind of might have come up to bite him in his beautiful gluteus maximus. Mm. <laughs> I just had lunch but I'm hungry again. Oh, yeah. Um, well, are we ready for my theory about oh. Jadley? Yes, I want, let's hear Let's hear it. Because if you watch the feeds, you know that Jadley, as they're called, James and Natalie, this relationship, has been having its ups and downs. Mm-hmm. A lot of people don't know if it's a real thing on Natalie's part because they're like, why is she with this guy? Whereas James is a great guy. He is really nice to her. He's very patient with her. She calls herself fat every 10 seconds, and he assures her that she's not. Like, he's been a pretty good boyfriend to her. Everyone's like, why is she with this guy? Is this real? And here's my theory. Okay. Okay. Pre-jury, Nat was a freshman. A high school freshman in this house. She didn't know what the fuck was going on, where her classes were, where you sign up for drama club. She didn't know anything. Whereas James is a hotshot senior. Oh, yeah. He's varsity. He stayed back a year. He stayed? No, not yet. 
Right now, he's still just a senior. Okay. Okay, this is going to change. This is pre-jury. Okay. So Nat latches on to James. Teach me everything. Uh, yeah, bring me to the football game with you. I can ride in your car because you know how to drive. Awesome. And it's great. It's a mutually beneficial thing because she's the hot young freshman and he's the senior with all the knowledge. Post-jury. Nat's a sophomore now. And James is doing a victory lap. She realizes that now. She's like, wait a minute. He's not just a senior. He's a super senior. Yeah. I mean. Why is he hanging around? Why didn't he just go to college or go get a job? This guy's not all right. And I'm smarter now. Now I know where my classes are. Now I know which teachers to avoid. I don't need this guy that much. And you know what? I'm going to stop wearing my cheerleading uniform. I'm just going to wear sweatpants all day. <laughs> and the super senior is fine with it. And she's like, why are you fine with it? I'm giving up on myself. Why don't you have any self-respect? She's seen now that she's dating a loser. And she needs to distance herself. That's what's going on with James and Natalie. Interesting. So you think she's just kind of like keeping him around as a meat shield at this point? Yes. I loved it. Was that at any in any way autobiographical? Because it seemed very detailed. I just... No. <laughs> <Okay>. <laughs> but I've seen it happen. And you see these relationships, yeah. I think. And then... Not only that, but there's this transfer student. He's gorgeous. He keeps getting kicked out of school. Oh, bad boy. <laughs> He's a bad boy. He's built, and he keeps coming back. And his name is Big Vic. Big but, Dick Vic. Well, I mean, also, this happened before feeds started. Natalie and Vic had a little something-something going on. They before sure feeds started and no one saw it and they never addressed it on the broadcast show no. so you know it's that guy he like the first day of school he like puts you up against the locker and like oh yeah kisses you and is like you and me babe i'm gonna take you to the my, on my motorcycle and she's like oh i'm afraid <laughs> <laughs> and he gets kicked out of school gets sent to another school for a few weeks gets kicked out of there Yep. He get he like he comes back, he's changed. Yeah, he yeah. Then later he gives the thumbs up like the middle finger to the principal and the mm -hmm. principal's so angry, he's like, I'm expelling you. And, you know, who knows? Maybe he's gonna find his way back in the house. <laughs> who knows? Who knows? I know, but I'm not gonna tell anyone. It's all right, I guess Glenn some questions. Glenn comes back in the house. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, let's hit, up, let's hit up some questions and then uh, call it. Okay. So we have one question from at Slytherin. Mm -hmm. And it's, is Polly completely ruined for women everywhere? He has no ounce of respect for them. Mm -hmm. Looking great. Thanks, Julie. <laughs> um, I think for the most part, yes. I mean, there's... You know, there. I mean, not every woman, not every woman's going to vote for Hillary Clinton. There are going to be women voting for Donald Trump for some reason, right? Um, and that's the demographic Polly needs to hit. Exactly. Yeah. I mean, I think yeah, there are women out there. I hope they get educated. I hope they find their real selves. And if that's their real self, fine. But there, I mean, I, mean, I think truth. for the, you know, a lot of, you know, New Jersey's a relatively liberal place, like in the tri-state area. I, you know, I don't know. There's, there's a lot of strong, powerful women who don't need that shit in, in uh, the tri-state area. So I, you know, I hope, I hope he's ruined for women. Look, there are a lot of women out there with low self-esteem. And yeah. to them, I say, beware, because Polly's looking for you. Uh, then we have a question from Miss Kevin five hundred four. Mm -hmm. Do you think Polly cried after Z tore him a new one? 
I think he did, but I don't think he did it in front of them. I think he waited till he was like in the bathroom, and then he cried in the bathroom, and then he, they were like, "Why were you taking so long in the bathroom?" He was like, "I had to take a shit." <laughs> <laughs> and they're like, "Yeah, right. You were deaf crying." And he was like, "No, I was shitting. I swear." Um, I think. There was a split second during that jury segment where I actually felt a little bad for Pauly because he, a second, not very long, because he kept saying okay. stupid, horrible shit. But, I mean, he clearly does not want to be there anymore. He's no. putting up this awful see-through facade. I'm a strong guy. I don't need you people. He said in the, he said in one of the segment. You know, they picked up a few days later before the competition. He goes, Zakia hasn't spoken a word to me. I don't think yeah. she has. And if I she hasn't, I doubt Bridget and Devon have. Other than yeah. like, pass the salt, bro, totally. at the table. Is there more the milk in the fridge? I've, it's, it's lonely. Um, he dug his own loneliness grave, but you know, yeah, I don't think he's having a good time I think at Brett's all. Brett's tearing up right now. Yeah, it's just I just I I took <laughs> I took a shit I took a shit, bro. <laughs> so no more questions this week. We, we can't. We've gone too long, and we both need to go do things. Unfortunately, yeah, unfortunately, it's Friday. It's time to hit the club. <laughs> yes, daytime clubs. <laughs> Yeah. But guys, um, we're so ba- happy to be reunited. Yeah. We'll be back on Monday. I'll be back. Will you be I'll there? Be here. Or do I need yeah. to find a guest? No way. Okay. Sorry. Don't replace me, bro. Don't replace me, bro. <laughs> <laughs> um, we so appreciate the continued ratings and reviews and emails and interactions on Twitter. I love it's it. so much fun. Thank you guys so much. Keep doing it. Please share this podcast with anyone you know. Who likes Big Brother, yeah. You know, people who are just getting into Big Brother for the the stretch run of it. Share it with them, too. Mm -hmm. We'd love it. If nothing else, share the jury segment from this week with them. Yeah, for sure. Like, that's just great television. They'll get it. It's like Breaking Bad, Mad Men, the BB-18 jury segments. Literally. Lit- I'm genuinely shocked there aren't any think pieces about this. Um, follow us at HeyJulieBB on Twitter. Yeah. Uh, email us, HeyJulieBigBrother at gmail.com. And thank you so much for listening. Yeah, totally. Thank you so much. And uh, we'll see. We'll talk to you on uh, Monday or Tuesday, something like that. Bye, Julie. Bye, Julie. You look like a couch. Girl. No, you look good, girl.